Because you love the name these people. <laughs> just when you think things are perfect, God makes them better. That's just how he is. That's just how he is. But his people began in 1988. I'm going to give you a quick history lesson. On the campus of the campus of Cape Town, UCT. And it was a phenomenal movement that just grew really quickly and was amazing. At the same time, on the University of the Bethlehem Church was birthed. Um, and these two churches realized that they were doing the same thing. They had a vision to reach the campus, to reach students. They understood that students become the leaders of the next generation. They understood that they could reach the students. They could change the nation. And so these two churches that were just thriving and growing found each other and said, oh my word, let's join together. And a national movement called His People was born. Believe it or not, in the next 10 years or so, over 30 churches were planted. It was just amazing and a supernatural increase. God just blessed the movement and he's continuing, continuing to bless the movement. Then what ended up happening in 2000, we discovered that there were other people who believed the same way as we did. That were believing not just planting missions organizations, but planting churches and transforming nations. People that believed that God sincerely wanted to give entire nations to the church, and he wanted entire nations to bow the knee before him. We found another movement that was reaching campuses, that was planting churches, at the same time had a very strong nation building emphasis, which is who we are. And we looked at them, they were an international movement, and we said, oh my word, that is so great. So we joined up with a movement called Every Nation in the year 2000. We kept our name, his people, but we have been since 2000 part of the Every Nation International Movement. Let me introduce to you, church, your family. Every Nation. Every Nation is in 68 countries. We have 288 churches. And we have ministries on 699 Yeah, I give them all a hand. what you're a part of church. We are, we are honestly and truly, truly taking the Great Commission seriously. We believe that we are called to make disciples of the nations. We believe that we are meant to reach the lost, to teach them about the glorious Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, have their lives transformed, and see them impacting their society. Every, every nation has a mission. And the mission statement goes like this. We exist to honor God by establishing spirit-centered, sorry, Christ-centered, spirit-empowered, socially responsible churches and campus, campus ministries in every nation. Can I say that again? We exist to honor God by establishing Christ-centered, spirit-empowered, socially responsible churches and campus ministries in every nation. Church, as of today... We are beginning a transition process we were, where we will no longer use the name His People, but we will use the name Every Nation. This doesn't mean that anything of the greatness and the goodness and the fire and the life of His people will be 
class because we, are, we have always been an Indonesian church. We've always bought into the values and the vision of this movement. So actually nothing changes except the name. There are a number of reasons we wanted to change names. The first being that it's quite confusing in a country to have some of your churches called Every Nation Churches and some called His People. So what ends up happening is someone moves from one city to another city and they were in an Every Nation Church and they arrive in Johannesburg and they look up Every Nation and they see no Every Nation Churches in Johannesburg, they go find another one. And we're going, oh my word, but here we are. So what we want to do is we want to make sure that across the nation there is a standard name, which will be Every Nation. The other reason we feel like Every Nation is such a great name is that it speaks of our multicultural community. What it does is it speaks into South Africa at this time that we are one people on one mission, that the doors are open to every kind of person. That no matter what your culture, no matter what your age, no matter what your gender, every nation, every culture, every person is welcome in our ministry. And so we want to actually make a prophetic statement in this nation. We want to declare that this is who we are. We are the church of the living God. Before whose throne there is every tribe and tongue singing our choruses of we want to get ready for heaven. We want to prepare ourselves for all those multitudes of nations that are going to be around there, singing in all those different languages, eating all those different foods. I don't know if you eat foods in heaven, but nonetheless, if you do, I'm not sure if chicken feet will be there. I'm so sorry. Just not sure. Not sure. Mine, I'm sorry. Why don't you take some with you? But nonetheless, there's this melting pot of cultures and, and all of our cultures together represent the glory of God. And so we want to make a prophetic statement in this nation at this time. And we think it's crucial right now with everything that's been going on in the media. We want to make a statement to our government, to the people, that we are every nation. Amen. We exist to honor God by establishing Christ-centered churches. Uh, there will never be a time when Jesus is not the center of our church life. We pray, we seek him, we, we look out for ways to make him preeminent in all we do. In Colossians, it talks about that in everything, he must have the preeminence. And we are of those people that believe that Jesus is the answer to everything. You know that old Sunday school joke that goes something like this, where a teacher said to all the children, what's brown and furry with a bushy tail? And they all said, no one answered. And he said, gosh, and they all gather, they gather acorns in the summer and hide them and come and eat them in the winter and dig them up. And finally, one really brave boy puts up his hand and he says, a teacher, sounds awful. Well, I know that the answer is always Jesus, but it sounds awfully like a squirrel. <laughs> But we really believe that Jesus is the answer to everything. We believe that he is, he is preeminent in everything. We don't make him Lord. He is Lord. We just accept it. We just allow our lives to align with the truth that Jesus Christ is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And he's the creator of the universe. He is the only one who gave up everything to die for me and for you. And therefore he's worthy of every praise. He was worthy of every praise before he did it. But in addition... He gave everything for me. He gave everything for you. And therefore, he is worthy of all glory and honor. 
And in everything we strive to make the, Jesus, in the name of Jesus Christ known in this nation, known to our neighbors, known to our friends. But for empowered, we believe in miracles. We believe that we have a God who is able to do anything, that nothing is impossible for him. And to us who believe, nothing is also impossible. We are socially responsible. That means we care about our neighbors. We have ministries that reach out to the poor and to the lost and not only care for their salvation, but say, we want to make their lives better. We want to teach them how to have jobs, own houses, raise their children well. We want to upskill them in ability. We want to take care of them when they need it in an emergency situation. We want to Make sure that we not only impact the individuals, but we impact the entire communities. And we plant churches and we plant campus ministries because we still believe that if you want to change a nation, you must change the campus. There has not been a t- revolution in history. I don't really know this, but there has not been a social revolution in history that did not start on the university campuses. This might shock you, but even apartheid started on the university. And so we want to get to the university students now while they're still forming those ideals. We want to get to them and put the vision of a kingdom in this nation, transforming everything in their hearts, so they will grow up and be kingdom bringers, Jesus followers, captains of industry that love God before they love anything. Awesome. As a church, Welcome to Every Nation, Rosen. How do you feel? Mm. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something really, really personal, but um, I love the name this before. You know, it was always red and white colors. Did you notice that? All our colors were red and white. When you make slides, red is an exceptionally difficult color to use. It just like, always gets in the way. It always shines wrong. When you, when you put words on it, it doesn't work. So I'm delighted that every nation colors are blue and white. Praise the Lord. Our slides will be so much easier. Red is so dynamic that blue just carries a feeling of the presence of God. Oh, the <laughs> space of So anyway, that's just my personal experience. <laughs> so every nation racer, in light of this incredible mission that we have to plant these kind of churches, those Christ-centered, spirit-empowered, socially responsible churches, we as a church have a vision. We see something. As we continue to do this, we see something ahead of us that is profound and incredible. You know what, church? I feel it so closely. So it's so real to me. We see lives, community, society transformed through discipleship in the word, the presence, and the power of God. We will never stop reaching out to the lost. We will never stop discipling them. We believe that the word works. We believe, as the Bible says, that the word is an indestructible seed, that when you put it in a heart, it grows and becomes something incredible. We believe that lives are transformed when they hear truth. We believe you will never have a time where the word is not preached in this church. I trust that you will never have a connection where the word is not spoken of. We believe that we are a people of his presence, that we walk at in, under, and surrounded by a glorious God, and that wherever we go, wherever we go, His 
his presence is touching our lives. And we want to we want to disciple him and raise up people who know how to host his presence and release his presence. We believe in the power of God and we want to disciple and train every member of our churches to believe for miracles. Your inheritance is that you will lay hands on the sick and they will your inheritance. And we want every person to live the fullness of what God wants for them. So you hear all these great things and you think, oh my word, that's a fantastic organization. But we don't want to be an organization. We want to be your home. We want to be a place where you find a place to rest. I couldn't find an old enough looking couch, but you know, you know those couches you have in your home where, you know, it's what they, they're so old and a little bit lumpy that it really doesn't matter that you put your feet in because you can't make them look worse. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know if your home has it, but I have this particular chair, it's not a whole couch, but where I spend my quiet times and it's like this, this place where I can curl up and it's just so comfortable. It's kind of over the years molded itself into my body. You know, you know that kind of thing. <laughs> we feel we feel like you want we want to it's not just a vision and something we do, but it's home. It's a place where you can put your bags down, where you can put your feet up, where you can feel like, I belong, I'm known and I know you. When there is relationship, where there's, there's mutually beneficial times with my brothers and sisters that are building me up in this way. So how are we going to make this house our home? There's a a scripture in Ephesians 2, and it says this. It says, Consequently, you are no longer foreigners and aliens. I don't, I don't know why he's talking about aliens. You know, I didn't know that he knew about aliens in those days. I didn't know that Steven Spielberg had really got his, his movies out by then. But what it's really talking about is people who don't belong. He says, you're no longer these people. You're no longer people of a different language or a different culture. But you're fellow citizens with God's people and members of God's household. And in him you two are being built together to become a dwelling in which God loves, lives by his spirit. As you make your home in God, you can be making home in us. I just love that. As you make your home in God, he comes and makes his home in us. What great privilege. That we could be built together with other believers and create a place to be raised in God. You know, in some way, we are like those couches to God. Those places where you can come sit down, put your feet up, and just feel like this is the best place. And I feel like I want our hearts to be that. A little while ago, well, actually, it's not even a little while ago. I'm, I can use an illustration from right this weekend. On Friday, our electricity went out and we didn't come back on the whole weekend. So I brought my hair straighteners right here to church. And if you were here earlier, yeah. you would have seen me doing my hair. This is the only way. But imagine if... We called up an electrician, which we are going to do, I promise you that. Call up an electrician and say, come to our house and please help us fix this. And he's running around, I mean, doing the things that 
inefficiency with all those wires and the fraud and trying to work out where the problem is. And, and you know, I, and maybe I'm sitting on a couch reading and I look up and there is Mr. Electrician plopping himself down on my couch and cuddling and messing up to me. I mean, I'm going to go like, Sir, I'm paying you to fix the wires. Would you please don't do that? Get off the couch. I think my husband would have a few things to say. <laughs> Thank you. 
The best way that you can get connected is to join a connect group. Oh my word, this is advert after advert after advert. Some of the radio stations should have phoned me. But yesterday, we, not yesterday, last week, we filled out these little forms to talk about which getting involved in a connect group. If you filled one out and didn't hand it in, please hand it in today. If you didn't fill one out, there are more on the tables outside. Please go and find one and fill one out. Get connected into a connect group. We'll help you find people that you can walk with on a long-term basis who will speak into your life and you can speak into their life and you can be transformed and you can help transform them through those relationships. Make a friend today. Amen. So get connected. The next thing I'm going to ask you to do is unpack your boxes. You know, imagine where if... Andrew and I had been married a year, and we looked over in the corner of our bedroom and saw all my suitcases that I had come with from when I was single, and they were still packed. <laughs> you know, you'd be going, oh my word, this girl's not committed to this. How many of you ever moved house, and you, like three months later, your boxes are still there, you know, still got that one box mark odds and ends, you're just like, I don't know what to do with that box. But if you're going to make this place your home, you're going to unpack your boxes. And what I mean by that is you're going to have to get committed. I'm going to say some dirty words. Are you all okay with this?
to help with the dishes. You do the stuff that needs to be done. And so I have two experiments here. I won't say their names out loud because you might meet them one day. But Johnny, would you come over and would you mind putting these glasses away? Sheila, will you help with the, would you, would you mind wiping the counters or whatever? And you know what, in an instant, it felt, you know, I could see their faces brighten up, there was chatter in the kitchen, everyone was having a good time. And yeah, I feel like when you have responsibility in your heart, you feel like I belong. But you know, I didn't make it to church, church wouldn't function. So I need to be there. I'm important. I matter. And so in order to make this house your home, I'm going to ask you to do some chores. Is that okay? Ushers, greeters, um, people who help with worship, the youth, children's church. And in so doing, we've got to create an atmosphere that when anybody comes in, they say, oh my word, this is, this is a home. These people are ready for me. Things look like you're expecting me. And last of all, we're going to dream together. God has placed in each and every one of you a dream. You know, there's something that, there's some subject when someone starts talking about it, you just come and ask. There's something that you don't even like to speak out loud. Maybe I could do that. I feel like God is the And I feel like a church is a place where everyone is able to find a place for their dream to manifest. Part of our desire and discipling is you discipling you is to is to find those God-given graces that are inside of you, set them on fire, and give you a place to release them. And we have a great vision. We want to, we really want to transform this area. Transform Johannesburg, transform South Africa. We believe it's possible. It's only possible if each of us puts our bringing in the table and says, let's do this together. Let's dream together. Let's become everything we can be in relationship with these other people who are becoming what they can be, and together we will shine like the sun for our Savior. Amen. Our individual destinies unite to form a corporate destiny that is bigger than each of ours. Together we can do more. Ephesians 4 in a new translation called The Passion, which is a really great translation if you ever get hold of it. Ephesians 4 verse 16 says this, For his body has been formed in his image and is clearly joined together and continually connected as one. And every member has been given divine gifts to contribute to the growth of all. And as these gifts are imparted and operating effectively throughout the whole body, we are built up and made perfect in love. Who you are is necessary for God to accomplish what he wants to accomplish. But it's not just who you are, it's who you are in relationship to others. Building together, committed, making the sacrifices together, loving together. Living together, dreaming together. Get connected, make a commitment, help with the dishes, and dream together. I love the words that are in there that we are constantly connected. We contribute, we grow together, gifts are imparted. We are built up and we are made perfect in love. You have something that the person in the next room needs. 
So the bottom line of all of this is that today is also Volunteer Sunday. And we are believing for each and every one of you to find a place in this church. To find a place that makes you feel like this is home. And so first of all, we're going to ask you to join the connect group. Second of all, if you feel so inclined, we would love you to sign up for one of our hosting teams. Those are the teams that make Sunday happen. The setup teams, the breakdown teams, the teams that greet you at the door, the uh, what else do they do? They take up the offering, they hand out things, they pray for you, they they create an atmosphere, they, they are the hosts that prepare the tea, that prepare, prepare a feast so that when we arrive, there's something on the table. So you can be part of ushering, hosting visitors, the information table, the tea and coffee table, the set up and sit down, the sound and multimedia. Next thing is the ministry team. After each Sunday, we pray for people. We trust God for miracles in everybody's lives. We believe in a miracle-working God. And if you want to be a part of that ministry team and pray for people, if you are hungry to see miracles in your life, then this is the team for you. Because what we will do is we will train you in how to release the presence of God in such a way that he invades a person's physical body, their emotional life, and radical, radical changes So if you would like to be a part of that, please sign up for that. All of these things happen on a monthly rotation. So you won't be on duty every week. You'll be on duty about one out of four. The next one is you can become one of the people who writes our connect outlines. So if you are good at English, you're good at summarizing things. So you can't be one of those people that start talking and 25 minutes later you finish your first sentence. You know, the kind of person who can just say things quickly and easily and to the point. I know there are none of you that take 25 minutes to say something, but if there was, don't sign up for this. Everyone else, you're welcome. And if you enjoy that kind of thing, please sign up for that. Also, you'll be on once a month and you will write up connect with the outlines. The outlines are good for connectors that give them a kind of a an outline as to what how they should run their group. The next thing is you're going to be a part of our worship ministry. How many of you love worship? Just raise your hand, wave it. And the rest of you? (laughs) (laughs) By the end of the month, you will love worship. But worship is one of those ministries that is so, so crucial to the church because we are born to worship God. It makes us come alive. Your gifts and your graces, who you are, is just more alive in worship than it is in any other. And so if you would like to be a part of the worship team, you will have to go through an audition because there are some prerequisites like you must be able to sing and you might be able to play a musical instrument. Otherwise, I would have signed up a long time ago. But please, find the worship table outside and sign up for that, and they will arrange an audition for you, and you will be incorporated in the trainings and the uh, practices, and then you will eventually be part of these worship teams you can get involved in children's church. Gosh, it's such a great ministry. Such a great ministry. I, I've been hearing testimonies about children's church, how the children are reaching out to me, praying 
And that they are going to come to church just because their children's friends who were at this church told their child that they must come to church and the child will get there. We have such a strong and dynamic children's church. I know many people who come to visit and their children leave and say, Mom and Dad, I don't care what church you want to go to, but I'm going to this one. Because we really have a great, fun children's church, but in addition to that, it's a body place where children find themselves just loving Jesus more. Be better at Christians You may sign up to help with the baby Bible class, the tops from 3 to 5, and the kids from 6 to and then we have our, well, that's not all of you, but that's some of our youth. We meet on a Sunday, and if you are interested in helping out with that, please find more information at the youth table. Adam will be there, and he will help you and give you any information you need about it, and you can sign up there. I think it also works on a rotation basis, but they will tell you and help you to get signed up for that. So, church. Every nation raises it. Can we just, you know, I know it's cheesy, but we're going to say it anyway. <laughs> Can we just say this vision statement together about who we are? Okay, I'll count you in. One, two, three. We see lives, communities, society transformed through discipleship in the word, and the power of God.